everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound. I am your host, Dieter. With me, as always, is Mike. Mike. So he's a little slower this week. Every, that's what we slow. judge. <laughs> a little slow. How many pills did Mike take? It's a game you can play on Instagram. So <laughs> if you guess the right number, you get to do pills with him next time. Ooh, so, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, but this is not a podcast about taking pills. This is a podcast about uh, what reviewing, spoiling, discussing comic books, and uh, two friends enjoy reading comic books. But we like talking about them even more. So here we are on the interwebs, wasting all your megabits. To uh, assuming they're downloading it. Assuming. <laughs> right, <you can> just, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. How else? Well, even if you're streaming it, we're wasting your megabits. Oh, uh, that's true. If you're listening to this, megabits have been wasted. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it's guaranteed. Are they so, paying uh, per megabyte now? No, but I think we were only like a 51 megabit podcast. Like oh. the whole download doesn't even reach like, <laughs> you know, very. So I don't know. Yeah. But enough about that. And which well, episode this, is this? Well, it doesn't matter. Episode 30.25. <laughs> <laughs> it's 31 though, but that's okay. 31.25. You round up. Round down. We're going around, going around and around. So let's get right into it. Uh, Batman Detective Comics Annual Number Three. So uh, one man's worth. Mike, you really want to talk about this cover? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like the cover, but as I was doing, I noticed. He, so Alfred's over here holding up Batman's. I'm assuming his uh, first costume. <laughs> He's got a little note on there saying "lit free." Like, <laughs> why would he put a note on it? Because there's one that isn't lint-free. Bruce like, oh. gets pissed off. <laughs> he found some lint on it as he was fighting. He comes home and beats Alfred for it. So Alfred's like, look, this one's lint-free. How are the eyes being illuminated? Oh, he's got... Well, when he hangs it up, he always puts um, he puts uh, LEDs behind it. <clears throat> so when Batman looks at it, he's like, ooh, that's what my eyes look like while I'm wearing it. Crazy. The the bat symbol thing looks like a... Like your, what's that thing that hangs down the back of your throat? A uvula? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> what it's, I don't know, it looks like a mouth, but then it's yeah. not. It's a no, weird. No, no. And it's then, kind of a cool color with all the penciling colors, but you got Bruce Mann's playing like right there <laughs> in the, on that chair. He's like see sitting on the uh subway, right? Yeah. Nobody will sit next to him. And then Alfred's all pissed off with all that brandy, like how much he looks like William Shakespeare's bust. Oh. It's like <laughs> damn it. <laughs> It looks just, just like me. Just because I'm British doesn't mean I look like Shakespeare. So when I read this synopsis, before we even get into this issue, mm-hmm. since we're just on the cover, I was like, oh man. I said like, hey, it's going to like, it's going to be how Bruce is dealing with uh, Alfred's death, right? Yep. <laughs> I thought that's what we were going to get. And, oh boy, did we not get that. Did not get that at and, all. And I think we got something that I'm afraid to like think too much about but I think it's oh god it looks like it's happening but uh well, do you have the synopsis to read no because we nah. I just read it off the the comics list from last week mm-hmm. why did it say no you you mentioned the fact that it what you thought the story was going to be based on oh. the synopsis, <clears throat> synopsis. So I thought maybe I'm you not, had it to read oh, out no. It was, when we, it was when we were going over the books, and we read yep. the synopsis for it. I was like, oh, we should pick up Detective the Annual. But uh, Peter J. Tomasi, story, Summit Kumar, artist, 
Romulo Fajardo Jr. colorist. And uh, yeah, that's it. We're not doing letter. Too difficult. But Steve Rude. Oh, he did your cover. You're How so rude. So what we do get is a, like just a, I guess this solves it then that when we were, I think we were like, is this Alfred ever been in MI6 or was he uh, not? Or? No, I think so. Yeah. He, he, I know the cartoon he has. I think, I think it's been hinted at before, but you don't really get too much of um, Alfred's past. It's also uh, probably tying into the Pennyworth TV show. Oh boy. I didn't even know about that. But the first time I remember was what was it the the Batman where he was an MI six? Yeah, I thought that was and he was like younger. He's all he had like a Cockney accent. He was yeah. like, "All right, uh, Gav, let's go murder some people." <laughs> like, Batman was like, "No, we can't murder them." He's like, all right, and we'll do it your way. <laughs> all, I was like, "This cartoon's kind of cool." But then this is awesome. Yeah, that was one where you had uh, Katana, right? It was like just straight up Jason Statham as like a, <laughs> a cartoon character for Batman. It was pretty tight. What's all this thing? He starts like stabbing people. <laughs> Batman's like, stop, please, Alfred. It's like, all right, all right. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, then I remember that was the first time they made a big deal about it, I thought. And then I thought they did bring it up in like the new 52 run. Yeah, I think it was brought up, but, but I didn't there was very continue. little real history for Alfred in the comics that I remember. Well, they give him quite a bit in this one. Mm-hmm. They confirm that he was an MI6 agent, and they kind of give him a love interest as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like a checkered past. Well, it's kind of the whole, um, was it uh, James Bond and uh, Penny? Uh, Money Penny? Money Penny, there you go. <gasps> Pennyworth? Money Penny? Money Is Penny? that where he came yeah. from? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> Just because the word Penny's in it. <laughs> but uh it goes back so you get a little bit of alfred's past of him running some uh like one of his own or somebody turned on him right He's, he has to get extracted from his mission he got found out and uh then it cuts back to batman rescuing some people showing that batman's not always a dick he sometimes you know helps multicultural handicapped people Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so it's just a little segue to him getting back to the Bat Cave. And like his, what, how sad his life has become. Like, everything's a mess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny because he's, he's uh, just throwing all... Yeah, he's got all his paperwork and cups and everything all over the place and his clothes, clothes. just throws his clothes on the floor. Right, like, no Is more this food. what he did normally? He just throws his shit on the floor and makes hate Alfred pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Alfred broke into uh, Bane's office on purpose. Right. Come on, snap my neck, Bane. <laughs> Please, I'm done picking this shit up. And then it's like, there's no food in the fridge. There's a half-eaten apple. <laughs> I know, I was going to say this. This is awesome. And that's what he goes for. He's like, all right, I guess I'll have the other half of this apple that somebody ate off of that may or may not have been me. So Damien is too lazy to write his whole name. just puts D down. Says, D. Father, you need to buy more food, right? It's up against the milk. So do, so do you think, did Damien eat half the apple? And Bruce is like, you're right, there's enough food in here. And he ate the rest of the apple? Or is this right. Bruce's apple from last night? I'm more concerned why he wrote father. Like, he was content with writing father all the way out, but not as, <laughs> like he said, he didn't write his name. Yeah. It's like D. <laughs> all right. So then, you know, Bruce gets snuck up on by this old, crazy MI6 lady. And right off the bat, I was like, oh, God. 
I hope this isn't the new Alfred. (laughs) 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 And it kind of played out like a little bit like, oh, no, it won't be. Mm -hmm. They're just teaming up. This is how they're going to segue into you learning more about Bruce dealing with Alfred. Yep. But you don't get that. No. He teams up with her on a mission. The one that they uh, showed Alfred getting extracted from. She's like, oh, my God, we found the guy. After all these years, how convenient that Alfred just died and then we found this guy, right? <laughs> exactly. And I'm coming to c- get your help. And, like, you know, she asks for Batman's help through Bruce Wayne, but plays hella dumb. Like, you're just a play. I know nothing about you. <laughs> you're not anybody but Bruce Wayne. And do you think and Bruce is stupid enough to fall for that in the first place? Because he's, he, at first, he's acting as though he uh, doesn't know who she is or he thinks that she doesn't know who he is. Yeah, right. Right? <laughs> but is he that dumb to fall for it? There should have been a play, like a panel where he was like, what do you mean? Oh. And then he like winks at her. <laughs> and then he, uh, Bruce, why are you winking? We're in your house. <laughs> like, nobody else here. Who are you hiding from? So yeah, beyond that awkwardness, they team up on like, so the guy, and then it's like, yeah, we found this guy after he's been hiding for like 40 years, but guess what? He was hiding in that place that, like, he was last seen at in our memory. He never left. He never left. We just never looked for him. He's waiting for Alfred to come back. Right He's like, here. I want to get Alfred. So, like, uh, sir, if you if you just left this building, maybe you'd be able to go find him. Alfred's not coming back. And then it's like, you know, Batman's doing this little monologuing thing to himself, and he's, like, sneaking into this place. You brought this up in the past, right? Alfred is only you, one of your theories was Alfred's only there to give Batman reason to have a monologue because he's t- constantly talking to Alfred. Yeah, but he's, but no, you're wrong. He's still talking to himself. Well, I meant so like was. Alfred was more the voice of reason, like where he yeah. like say like I'm going, and then Alfred be like, no, like it was like mm-hmm. more of a back and forth. But yeah, he is still just a lot of monologuing going on here. But he's sneaking in. And he's like, all right, I'll just jump into this place. And he lands on top of this car. <laughs> so much so that he, like, completely caves it in. Like, it cr- like there's pieces of shrapnel flying off the car. It's like, wham! What part of stealth is this? <laughs> but uh, I was talking about the fact that he's, he's here and it's supposed to be Route 66, right? It was It's a theme park, essentially, test grounds in Russia. Mm-hmm. And he says, more Route 66 theme park than lived in. So he he's just pointing out, ooh, this is just a theme park, so I could destroy things, because that's what I always want to do, but can't normally. But so it clearly and... served his purpose, and it's like, <laughs> until history died <laughs> and took its spot. Its cold so, shadows so I picture this, he jumps on the car, and he stares, <laughs> so the camera could zoom in on him, but there's nobody watching. And he's like, well, he finds a gun, and then he gets his ass kicked, starts getting his ass kicked by, like, this guy I guess we were supposed to know. Is he, like, a famous... I don't know. Uh, N- NKV Demon. He's pretty cool, though. The Nick of a Demon. Yeah. But he's, he's pretty like, cool. Is... I, want, I, want him, I want him to just show up again somewhere else. Well, he points out that, like, it's not the original guy, yeah. right? He even says, like, well, this guy is, like, a piece of shit. Like, I can take him real easy. He, like, hella tricks him. He, like, takes his sword from him. <laughs> <laughs> he's all goes to reach for it. It's not there. And, uh... Dear boy. Clever, he's, but he still gets his ass kicked. Like, why... Bruce is calling him over. <laughs> like, he's 100 ready for, like, should be expecting uh, this guy 100%, and the guy just plows into him and knocks him out. But wasn't that part of the plan? 
because he wasn't really tied up. He gets out pretty quickly. He wanted him to bring him to. Uh, he got lazy oh. instead of saying instead of going to find uh, what's the guy's name by himself. He decided to let the demon. Oh yeah, because he says up. good boy once he's dragging yeah. him away. All right, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, Bruce is pretty stupid, but I guess you're not. But no, that to what plan? Because he doesn't get out very easily. He's hung upside down, and that broad jumps in and shoots that guy. <laughs> but he breaks out on himself, isn't he? Or yeah. Because he, uh, he, he's, t- he's tied up with the chain. Okay, then why do you let that broad shoot that guy then? Like, it's... I didn't why say Why didn't he, he get was... out, like, two seconds earlier? Like, if he knew all this was going to happen, like, he still didn't predict, like, this bitch showing up and being like, blam, blam, almost <laughs> murdering everybody? No, he didn't realize she was going to show up. Well, then, that's how did he not prepare for that? You're telling me Batman didn't prepare for something? Correct. That Either that or he just wanted to see if she was going to kill him. That's false. That's almost as false as this perception on this panel of after Bruce gets out and, -hmm. like, he throws that guy into that pipe. Like, where is he standing in relation to that lady and (laughs) that guy and that demon? Like, how big is he? He's, like, breaking into the panel above him. You see what I mean? (laughs) He's, like, miles away. It's weird. Yeah. But he talks her out of killing that guy, of course, right? Oh, of She's course. Like, I'm going to murder this guy. He's like, uh, no, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> There's probably cameras somewhere. But uh, what does he mumble to her? Nothing. You can never tell, right? No. no. So, you know, do it for Pennyworth. Do it for Alfred. It's got to be, right? Because you and Pennyworth were the team. <clears throat> I was a man caught between fates. And she doesn't shoot him. She's like, I was Bur- I'm Bruce Wayne. But who knows? Like, he whispered. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I fucking know you don't know. <laughs> That's got to be what it is. <laughs> then, she, then she doesn't like pull away. He's like, She's like, Marigold. Like, he's still yelling at her as though he thinks he's going to shoot him. Think Damn, about it. Work? it. I'm Bruce. Like, he goes to say, think about it. You came to Bruce Wayne. Now Batman's here. You think you just, like, I just know him. I'm him. And he's like, right. Batman's the greatest detective. It was always Alfred. Batman was not a detective at all. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I just love that whole idea that he's like, "Hi, Bruce Wayne." She's like, "Oh shit!" I'm the guy that you came to. <laughs> that was uh, that's me. awesome. Uh, so yeah, and then so that also sparks like Bruce Wayne to be like, "You know what? I should pick up after myself. I should stop, <laughs> should stop being such a slob." Alfred would be ashamed of this. Yeah, what what triggered that? So he's cleaning up. He's like putting away like the how many books has he read since Alfred died? Let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eight, nineteen books he's read since <laughs> Alfred passed, and it's only been like a week. <laughs> exactly, that's great. He, he doesn't actually read them; he just flips through them. But then, like that broad's just there again all of a sudden. <gasps> she like just appears in the house second time. And he just takes it. He's like, all right. And then, then this is what f- made me fear that she's the next Alfred because this issue ends exactly what I thought it was going to be like. Like, here's some uh, stories about Pennyworth, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Instead of just being a story about me. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think she's going to be around a lot longer than I want her to be. It could be. If the, if this wasn't the uh, annual, I would say most likely. But who knows? Oh, you, oh, you think it's just a throwaway? I th- I my guess is just a throwaway, but there's no reason to think it's not. I mean, it, it, you're right; it is definitely set up like that. 
then she just basically will be the replacement for Alfred. Because right now it's Lucius Fox is the replacement, right? I know, but she's showing like, look, I had the same training yep. as Alfred. I'm the same thing, just <laughs> a little different. And it's like, no, I don't know. Just to kill Alfred, just to bring in like somebody else that's like equally old and like useless. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I hope not because they need to play it, play it up more with Alfred being gone. And how does that really affect Bruce? Right, and it's like Alfred was his butler from since he was a, like raised him as a child. He mm-hmm. has like a little. You can't bring somebody in and expect to have the same like connection just because they knew Alfred. Like, it's kind of saying like Alfred. I think it's like irreplaceable unless you yep. just bring back Alfred and like nothing ever happened, and that's fine. But I don't think, like you said, I don't think there should be a replacement, especially right away. It should be like how does he like in that one issue we read where he he calls Lucius Alfred or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's like. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like but things like but stuff. things like that. He uses Alfred. Like you were saying, Alfred. Um, he Alfred like talks him down and helps him out. Right, and he's, when he's in the middle of something, yeah. and he's going wrong. And how does he? De- you know, how does he now deal with that without having his conscience in his in his ear at all times? Yeah. So if they bring somebody in real quick just to be that person yeah. again, and it's like all everything's all right. It's like that's pointless. Why mm-hmm. did you even get rid of him then? Like it means nothing to bring in somebody that has less of a connection. To be the same thing. It's just so, not my fancy. Yeah. Speaking of fancy, action comics. <laughs> Was it really fancy? It's fancy on how this guy can fucking sell you the same book four books in a row and have the same ending, like the same beginning, the same middle, but it's like still a little bit different yep. to where you can never tell what's really going on. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, now that's, before we really get into that's the whole your thing. De- if that's your definition of fancy, then. <laughs> if that's your definition of fancy is like, well, let me finish the. I mean, it's Action Comics 1019. Brian Michael Bendis on the art or the art. Yeah, he's, he might, might as, well. as well be. He <laughs> might as well be. I wish he was. <laughs> I want to watch something, read something that uh, Bendis would know. No, because J.R.J.R. John Romita Jr. has given me. He was the only entertaining part about this book, and we'll get into that. <laughs> and Klaus Jansen on the ink. And uh, Brad Anderson on the colors. So, yeah, before we get into this, you were going to say. <laughs> see, see, you threw me off there. I had a thought. I know it's gone. Yeah. But no, what you're talking about is the same thing that's happening over and over again. But it's written in that style that we always complain about with Snyder, where it basically shows you the end and then shows you how you got there. But it doesn't feel like that's what it was meant to be written that way. All right, so it, it, if, each of these, if each of these issues were written just linearly... And then you got to the ending of this book there. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. You know what I mean? It's building up to this big battle. But you already know the battle's happening from past issues. And so, and you already know that Lex and uh, Leviathan get together. So why do we care about why they got together or how they get to, got together in this issue? That's what bothers me. Exactly. But if it was written straight, I think I would have liked it a lot. Well, I think you're con- like Snyder. Yeah, we made that. We'd always joke on that. But he would do it for an enti- like one t- yeah. for the entire story. Here, like, here's the be- like eternal. We always joked, right? But that was like, here's the end of fifty issues from now. Mm-hmm. Or here's the end, like, thirty issues from now. But this is like, here's the end from the last issue. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's also the beginning and the middle of the end. And it's like you said, so yeah. for the last, was it four books now? Mm-hmm. There has been a battle that's been going on in Metropolis of the Justice League versus the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. And we've been slowly getting pieces, I guess, to 
what's really going on. But like the further it get, the longer it drags out and the further it gets away from other stories and other books, mm-hmm. the less sense it makes. And you already pointed out, like you said, it's just like, how do we, it's getting to like, what is the outcome of this battle? Right. But yeah. To me, it's like, they've already, he, he sacrificed. It's okay. Cool. Is Lex still half Martian? Because Martian Manhunter is no longer inside of him. That's one thing. Yeah. He sacrificed the Legion of Doom to Perpetua into her chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. That They never like retconned that or like made that a thing. Yeah, don't explain how they're out. Not at all. Or if they ever went. Like, wouldn't yep. they be pissed? Because he sold them out, basically. Mm-hmm. But in this, there's still like, there's no mention of that. Well, that's why this felt like when this story started. That Bendis was writing his story, and then he realized, and oh shit, I don't realize what happened in Justice League, and it doesn't really match. And then they were trying to fill in how to make it get to that point, and that's what it feels like. But then it's like if you've read Event Leviathan and you've read everything else, like everything in this book is just wheel spinning. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. just information you already got being explained to you again. Like you're like the whole thing with what's Leviathan all about. Like, the same question we had was, like, what does Leviathan want? Like, we had that question in Event Leviathan, but here's your answer here, because he's like, well, I just want to... Everything's so messed up, the only way to fix it is to break it all down and then rebuild it back up so it has a purpose. And uh, all the heroes of Earth are not trying to do that. They're just trying to protect the screwed-up thing that's already there. But maybe so that's, that's why, why Benz is doing it, because he doesn't expect everybody to read all the books if you just yeah, read so action. So this is just, you just get like this shitty recap, right? Yeah, which is fair enough. But it seems like even within action, the action books, it doesn't seem to fit well. <clears throat> and then you got Superman, which where they were laughing at Metropolis being destroyed. It was kind of weird. When in the uh, last issue of Superman oh, we talked about last the, week, where yeah. the first page at the insurance company, the, the first yeah. page is Metropolis destroyed, and we were oh, asking yeah, like, yeah. when does all this take place? Yeah. All right, so it's obviously before this, but it's foreshadowing if you're just reading Superman, I guess. I guess. Uh, so, yeah, so other than getting through, like, every, I mean, we already pretty much, like, went over the whole issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happens. And we, we won't spoil the very end of what it, what it, the upcoming thing until we get there. But my thing with the JRJR art, before we get any further, is he... The guy can draw a cheetah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, nobody can draw cheetah. Like, we always make fun of how <laughs> cheetah looks. And, it, like, cheetah's face. And, like, we're always like, who? Nobody. I don't think anybody can draw. But this guy, he's got it down. Like, every panel of cheetah looks amazing. Yep. But. Girl. <laughs> to how much he can draw a cheetah. <laughs> the guy has no clue what a gorilla looks like. <laughs> It's every panel is like, is that a, it's a toss up between like a Sasquatch and a dog and Chewbacca. Like, and it's like every, it's three, really fat Chewy in this one, in the first panel, in the second panel of this page here. It's yeah. insane. The guy can't draw a gorilla to save his life. And it's, a, it's uncanny because like Cheetah and Gorilla are basically in the same panel, like together and uh-huh. almost through, and like you get this really well drawn Cheetah. 
But then this like super haphazard, retarded-looking gorilla. Back to just lines everywhere. Where it actually looks like he's it was drawn, right? Even yeah. the spots and everything. But the gorilla is just lines everywhere in a giant circle. He's and my huge. favorite, my favorite example, like, and then it's like, oh, there's this. So I don't know what page it's on. It's a uh, page nine. Leviathan says, "I hate the smell of burnt, or I hate the smell of burnt ape." Right? Yep. And he gets this half panel of Gorilla Grodd with his mouth agape. And then this panel of, like, why is Cheetah, off- is she offended? Or is she like, oh, <laughs> like, ha, 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 But then you get, like, another one of, like, just Leviathan staring back at them. Mm-hmm. And then it's another two panels before Gorilla Grodd responds to that yeah. by saying, I'm insulted. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just I don't it, know. It's again, it's Bennis's humor. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's, I think I've said it many turn times. The page. It's what humor they they adopted for the MCU. It kind of annoys me, but it's just these weird little jabs. And I, turn I don't the get page. it. And look at how Gorilla Grodd's face isn't even like centered in his body anymore. It's like <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. The event Leviathan. You talking about that panel? Oh yeah. Yeah, no. I don't know what happened. Like, did somebody punch him in the face and lost a tooth? Like, look at that. There's one tooth missing. No, I'm in the one where he's saying, agreed, agreed. The next page. Oh, Leviathan Revealed is like the big newspaper. Mm-hmm. Are you on that page? Yeah. Because I have another question. The very top, that Brainiac word bubble, isn't that supposed to be coming from Leviathan? You believe this world's infrastructure is broken? Yeah. No, why? He's telling, he's saying... Luther's asking Leviathan to indulge me. We're just getting to know each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then Brainiac says, you believe this world's infrastructure is broken? And then he agrees with himself? Like, I'm positive that's supposed to be Leviathan. Because then the next thing he says, and the ones defending this mindless... Like, he continues from that word bubble from Brainiac... Or am I crazy? No. It took me like two minutes to read this page because I didn't understand why. We're just getting to know each other, says Lex. You believe this world's infrastructure is broken beyond repair. Agreed. Agreed. Beyond repair? He's agreeing to the beyond repair? Brainiac is? Then why is... Sure. Then why is Sinestro agreeing with himself again? Like, if you say that either way, one of those two is agreeing with themselves in the next panel, and then Lex agrees with Leviathan, not with Brainiac... And they're all agreeing with, like, everybody in the next panel is looking at Leviathan. Yep. <laughs> so. I, I think I was actually thinking that, that originally that, that was Lex saying, should have said, you believe this world this world's infrastructure is broken. No, because that, that's no. a Brainiac word bubble, though. 100%. No, no, no. That's what it says in the panel. But like you said, yeah. if it was mistaken, And then there's another, there's another where the same thing happens later on. Yeah, this one, I'm not sure if I noticed this one, but I, I, noticed, I noticed another one, which might be the one you're mentioning later. Yeah, I forget exactly where that one's at. <laughs> I was like, it's the same thing. I was like, they screwed up two word bubbles in this one. But so then there's that. There's like the editing mistakes. And then there's the the day before yesterday and like the things where it says now, where it's like you don't... The first time you get to Metropolis, Schuster Park, where it says right now, you never got a time frame before mm-hmm. this. Like well, it never tells week. you. Yeah, but in this issue, like where it yeah. starts, it says... Oh, no, it does say last week. It says last week right. in this issue, yeah. My bad. Oh, damn. Ah, that whole damn those bastards. But before you got to there, you talk about the uh, other joke 
where Gorilla Grodd is like, and maybe you teleport us into a volcano. And Leviathan says, Mighty Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could do that without asking permission. Without even knowing. There was another joke, too, that <clears throat> fell flat on me. That I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't read it as a joke, so I wasn't like sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And what's the deal? So, so Leviathan, when he's showing them, hey, I want you to join me in destroying Superman and fixing all their infrastructure and everything, he brings them to Leviathan, Leviathan Island. Did we ever see Leviathan Island before? No, that's like his first introduction to it, I think. Like, isn't this huge? <laughs> like, he created this entire planet? That's pretty big. Well, this is where everybody's been, right? This is like where yeah. all the heroes and everybody went and got taken to. Yeah, you never got to see it before, though, but you knew something existed where they were all working together on something. But I just assumed they were in, like, some building at the corner of Metropolis somewhere. That nobody no, I saw. thought it was, like, Seattle, remember? Because that's yeah. where they went to go get Batgirl from. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. So, oh, this is kind of weird. I would think this would be huge. Like, I want to know more about this giant planet that he's created, or his island. Well, you don't get to know about more about that. You just get to find out that... So, yeah, they're all on the same side now. They're all like, yeah, let's uh, work together to, you know, get this going. And then they go back to Metropolis right now with the fight where it looks like Bruce is about to mount Cheetah. Oh, it's hot, too. And that, like, the way the spots are drawn, it hella looks like nipples on those titties. <laughs> right? Am I, no, I'm not, I'm not no, lying No, you're here. not wrong. It's, it's crazy. It's I think stuff. you're just reading tarot too much. Or we can guess hey, you know what? What? If any comic wants to confirm, like, if you're going to be a furry or not, <laughs> stick around for, like, <laughs> We'll more. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But Cheetah gets you halfway there. So then this hot. page, so Wonder Woman is uh, choking out Apex Lex and... Where does this onomatopoeia here? Zatzka. 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 It's just like when Fatum happens. Which is the onomatopoeia coming out of <laughs> Superman being hit by an entire building, it seems. Because <laughs> Brainiac's like extra strong. Was Brainiac super strength? I don't know. Uh, I assume so. Most of the time he just stands there and lets his... Robot minions do everything. I never yeah, really so seen him fight hand to hand. Never seen him pick up a building and drop it on Superman no. before. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay, Superman don't care though because he just punches that guy in the gut with his forearm, not even his fist. He's like, "I shall spare you." <laughs> but uh, so they're yeah, fighting they're... here in Metropolis, right? And you got uh, Jimmy, of course, watching, not getting hurt at all. Oh, why would he? <laughs> But beyond this fight, so yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, they're fighting a bit, but it's just that fight that's been going on, like you said, for the last four issues. And what it really gets down to is this meeting with the Red Cloud now. So now you get what I guess ever the trinity of evil that Mm -hmm. Bendis has set up. You got Apex Lex, Leviathan, and the Red Cloud. And they all come together and they're like, all right, look, the only way we can really get this done as if we kill Superman, right? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he's the How one. Novel. Yeah, we gotta we gotta kill this guy. He's donezo. So what we'll do since like none of us could like one on one beat him up, we'll just kinda like tag team him. Like Leviathan's gonna get rid of everybody. Or he's already done his part, right? I don't even know why Leviathan has to be here. Apex Lex could have just got with Red Cloud on this one. Yeah. I don't know what they're joining, what the whole deal is here. Yeah, I don't know why they need the third guy. But, uh, yeah, Lex is like, well, look, I'll beat the shit out of him. And then while he's, like, you know, wounded, you show up with your money in the bank contract <clears throat> and, like, kick his ass and take his title <laughs> while he's weak. <laughs> this, this is, like, this happens in wrestling all the time, this setup right here. Mm-hmm. So it's not a surprise. 
And they're like, well, where could we get him that he's not going to, like, give it his all? And they're like, well, Metropolis, duh. Dun, dun, dun. And it's like, but isn't he kind of giving it his all already, like, in Metropolis? And hasn't he already done it, like, before in the past? Many times. He died so, saving Metropolis in the middle of Metropolis fighting Doomsday. So I think this plan is a little flawed. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty stupid if you ask me. But, yeah, I, I could get behind it. <clears throat> if he's standing in the middle of the street, right, and he's okay, I'm going to beat the hell out of you, right, and, and, and but Superman, if you hit me hard, you're going to throw me through this building and kill a bunch of people, right? I can I can see that being the de- defense, but when you've already destroyed all of Metropolis, like you see in the last page, which... Yeah, this is a good, like, two-thirds, you yeah. know, that's like a good, like, 40% of the city has been destroyed. <laughs> he could punch them all hell he wants, right, at this point? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, especially if they're in that like epicenter right there still. Like you might as well just beat the shit out. Like it doesn't he's not holding back. I don't know. So I could put uh, And since when is Metropolis Manhattan Island? It is exactly sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly shaped like Manhattan. That is pretty bad. So I don't know. I don't know cuz I kind of like I mean I guess I, in theory I like the idea, especially in a comic way of the whole thing of you know you you can't fight me when you're here, but when they've already destroyed and leveled everything, it doesn't seem to make sense. So, just like the last four issues, is this going to be? Are they actually are they actually going to continue the next one? That's the tease. Is like, ooh, we're here now. I'm going to see what happens next. Or are we going to jump back and to have more past? I don't know. I think they need to start answering a lot of the questions of like the time that it's taking place, mm-hmm. and for it to start making like it doesn't make any sense to me at this point. No, like with the continuity over and over. So like, yeah, they either have to like just. Or end it. Like, all right, do the... Like, how much further are they going to drag... Are they really going to kill Superman in the next issue? Like... Yeah, exactly. What's... No. It's, like you said, it seems like they're building up towards this big, huge fight. But it's like, what's that fight actually going to be? But the fight's already Leviathan's done. What is role? I don't know. Yeah, they're already in the middle of it. So it's like... And and this is not done because they know who Superman is. So where's that storyline going? Nobody knows. Into the ether. Oh, Never to be finished again. <laughs> He's just going to change it. Yeah. But speaking of finishing things. Exactly. <clears throat> Justice League 39. The war is over, Mike. <gasps> but at what cost? I don't know. We don't know. Because <laughs> this book is super meta. And like kind of just asking us questions. <laughs> uh-huh. Literally asking you questions. <laughs> and then it kind of just ends with a beginning <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I was reading this. I'm like, oh, Dieter's going to love this. Comics. Oh, they never give you what you want. Much like life. <laughs> <laughs> How meta. You're always like thinking like, you know what? This is going to be the year that everything turns around for me. <laughs> and then it's just like, it's like, you know, 11 months of like a Bendis issue where it's just like spinning wheels. <laughs> you're like nothing's really moving forward. And then like everything hits you all at once. And it's like, damn it. You're just, you're worse off than when you started. This sounds like you need a fourth podcast besides our Simpsons one and uh, what was the other one? The chewing. Some, what? You chewing. Oh, that's right. Me chewing. And <laughs> then there was a podcast of that. Now we it's came up with the, uh, pouring his heart out. <clears throat> yeah, well, there's that. But we also came up with uh, the video games that we liked, oh. that we liked but we'll never play. <laughs> 
just talk about liking them. <laughs> be like, ah, but I'll probably won't play it. <laughs> uh, talk about liking them. So there's got the, you, got, you got all the videos where you can watch people play video games. Is there a podcast where we where it's uh, listening to us talk about watching other people play video games? Oh yeah, it's like oh check that out. <laughs> that is so cool. It's kind oh, of what we're doing here. We're talking about the panels. Talking about like, that nobody can stuff. see. And nobody can see it. It's like something that somebody else has done. It's not even like yeah. our stuff. It's like uh, look at that panel. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> look at what's happening right here. And it's like that's why they're like all the successful comic podcasts are uh, video ones. Exactly. Where they they show like, but don't you have to pay to like show the book and stuff like? Wouldn't DC be like cease and desist? Only if they come after us. Like, what are you going to take? My podcast? Go for it. <laughs> Go for it, dumbass. It costs me money. <laughs> it costs me money every month to do this. Uh, <laughs> it's like five bucks a month to put this out there, you dumbass. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, they get the, them to uh, uh, post online about <laughs> complaining about us and get people to actually listen to us. Like, thanks, like, DC. Yeah, thanks for like, yeah, they're like. Thanks for advertising. Yeah, but I ain't trying to put the effort into like. Put, making a video but the whole point is you're, you're supposed to have already read the book with us yep. right this isn't like we're trying to get you to like hey here's how you should digest this comic <laughs> by us explaining it to you with video and words <laughs> like how stupid are you it's a, it's a comic book hey, all you people listening how stupid are you <laughs> for years like people are like you don't reading comics makes you stupid or like that's for dumb people so it's like you know you're just proving a point at this point <laughs> I need you to explain the pictures to me. Like, yeah, not only are you reading a book with pictures, people, you need them explained to you. Good job. What's the meaning behind... There is no meaning, okay? It's a guy in a bat costume. <laughs> Jesus. A, and the guy who wears his underwear on the outside. And if you ever take that away again, I'll be pissed. But hey. But yeah, Justice War, Doom, Finale. Scott Snyder, writer. George Jimenez, pages 1 through 11. And then Daniel Sampire and Juan Albaran did pages 12, uh, 12 through 21. And Alejandro Sanchez, he did the pages for... What is he doing? He's coloring for oh, yeah, page 111. Oh, 11. and then our favorite hardest working artificial uh -huh. intelligence in all okay. of coloring. High five. So here we go. Jorge Jimenez could do full 11 pages on his own of the... Uh, I'm assuming the inking and the pencils. And he's got a human to color it for him. But you need Daniel Sampier and Juan Alderaan to do the last nine pages and get artificial intelligence to do it for him. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. It's crazy. Good job, Harry. Yeah. Oh, did you see the Rockefort variant cover? No, I did not. Where is that? Neither did I. I, just, well, I just oh, neither did I. <laughs> no, I just saw here on the in the that he's got a credit. Uh -huh. I know how much you love his <laughs> that guy's artwork. <laughs> So I don't know if you you probably picked up that one or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no, I didn't see it either. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. Well, well. So this issue picks up where the last one left off with a uh, Martian Manhunter being separated from Lex Luthor with because uh, his make believe child entered. Uh, Lex Luthor, he like that's like the weird like he could only hold one alien at a time, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he popped him out. Now they're separate, and this issue has been spoiled, like we talked about in the last couple of episodes. Yep, where it's like, well, we already know what happens or whatever. But I guess. But you do know, you really? I, no, we didn't because it's not. I thought they just get their ass kicked, but this is a much stranger ending than that. Yes, it is. 
So even before then, when does the meta start? It's a uh, well, the second page when. Uh, yeah. Marshmallow says, "Yes, you." He's looking at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, "Oh yeah, you know." Yeah, because he's thinking he's you're thinking he's talking about the people of Earth, but mm-hmm. he's like, "No, like it's you directly." Like I called you once before. You have to like buy more comics because <laughs> shit ain't going good, man. Uh, We're awesome. a, this boat's barely, barely, barely floating. So uh, help us out. But you think it kind of sets it up to where it's like this huge speech he's given to the world, right? He's connecting everybody and he's giving them the whole, like, uh, we can do it. You know, we can win as long as we all do it together. Uh, that's what it's all about. Love and togetherness and do it, do it, do it. And, uh, it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) You get this like super big crackoom for your onomatopoeia and you get the, the doom cool. symbol, like ever now, so like blazingly across the sky. And uh, who is this? Canary? That doom signal. <laughs> Damn it. But she calls it a sigil. Yep. Yeah, they call it oh, that all the time. Is it a sigil? Sigil. Sigil. Yep. You'd think it would be signal. I was way off. Like the bat signal. Or is it a bat sigil? <gasps> Son of a bitch. I don't know. Have we been wrong this whole time? <laughs> it's the bat sigil. <laughs> I don't know. Either way. What's but, the... So I was confusing it. So the pink one is the uh, good one? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't know that either until this one, I suppose. I But yeah, I guess green for Lex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, haha, so they fail, right? And Perpetual's like dumbasses. <laughs> well, cause the whole time before this, you're saying that the, you thought they were winning. Well, you right? thought and they were about to. Like, the, yeah, yeah, it's like totally set up to be 100% comics where Lex is freaking out, and even she's yeah. screaming as though she's lost. Yeah, and but the thing about that is, like, she's like, "No, I knew this was all going to happen. I just let in. I knew your speech was going to happen. I let you do your speech." Just so you could like think you would win, but also so that you could see that you truly lost, right? So everybody votes to tr- and yeah, vote the other true. way. Yeah. So yeah, you got to. Not only did you get to do your speech, but you got to see everybody reject you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of like kills Martian Manhunter, right? No, she thinks she kills everybody. The whole thing is she starts a new one. She says she she starts the universe the way she wants to. And that no, was kind of what I liked about it. She's like, you idiots. I created this universe. I know what's going to happen. Right? I have full control over everything. Yeah, I but she thinks, she thinks she destroys the Justice League. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's recreating everything, but no longer for you. And she thinks she, like, destroyed. Like, right? That's the whole point. She's not the one that saves them. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. So that you would know their choice is real and that... This world no longer has any place for you. Yeah. So she's gone. Yeah, wait, don't. Pl- and then what did the, What was he going to say? Or what was he going to say? Who? Don't what? Superman. Wait, don't. Please. I'm assuming. Oh, please. PL. Damn it. Like, <laughs> what could he possibly be saying? Don't PL. play, bitch. Wait, don't. <laughs> bitch. Don't play with me. Like that all there you go. Wait, don't play with me. And then, uh, yeah, so she like zaps them out of existence, basically. And she's like, I'm going to start a new a new universe. Yep. And then you get to see Martian Manhunter. He reforms himself. So she did kill that guy. Right? Yeah, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Why they're back. 
Well, well he back. gets reformed. Yeah. And then they're, the whole Justice League is there. Mm-hmm. But they're explained on being there because of this tribunal. What? The quiet... The qu- quintessence. Quint- the quintessence? Yeah. The five... All- well, no, there's six of them. Why would it be the quintessence if there's six? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because there's five of them, but then Spectre's kind of on the outside. Is a Spectre, was a Spectre part of the five of them? Uh, uh, well, or is he like the... Oh, I don't understand. But, yeah, so they're saved by uh, High Father, Phantom Stranger. Who's the lady? I don't know. They mentioned it. Uh, Hera. Oh, yeah. Hera. Oh, yeah. Of course. Shazam. Wonder Woman thing. Shazam. That guy from the Green Lantern. Ganthet. And then... The Spectre. Yep. And they're like, we saved you because why? <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's seven of them. Who? Because it's because uh, flat uh, Batman and uh, Batman says hi, Father Hera, Shazam, Spectre, Phantom. Oh, Phantom Stranger. <laughs> I read that as two. I'm an <laughs> Phantom, <idiot. laughs> Phantom Stranger. <laughs> oh, Samsonite. That was, that was way off. Way off. Phantom Stranger. count periods not words anyway yeah and so then they're gonna be like hey we saved you because like people gotta have books (laughs) right like people gotta have stories there's gotta be stories and uh so if you fight this one out everything's gonna matter right Mm mm-hmm Let's make all the stories count. So isn't this kind of what Rebirth was supposed to be? Like when they were like, all the stories matter again. So it's kind of like, because Doomsday Clock was such a wet fart. (laughs) Right? Pretty much, yes. (laughs) It just, because that was what, I remember the Justice League book that Johns wrote, or the Rebirth book that he wrote. It had all those, and you thought that, or we thought, Doomsday Clock was going to carry the change, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed but to. The, but that got delayed for like two years. Yeah. And then everything else seemed to like... To me, it was like this whole year of the villain thing cropped up out of that being delayed. Yep. And then even though it was delayed, it still was like, well, we still have nothing. And so they're like, well, we delayed it. Not only did we delay it and start this other shit, now we don't have anything on the other end. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Snyder picked up the torch and I was like, all right, we'll all start crafting in Justice League towards that again. And I guess they got there because that's like how this one ends. And it's kind of neat, I guess, if you think of it that way. Like if they're going to go into let's try rebirth, not like a reboot, but just like the storyline picking up after, which we've been trying to get to for the last four years. Well, this all seems to tie into the whole 5G thing. I don't know what that is. You mentioned it before. Yeah. So it's it's <clears throat> they they created a whole thing where there's different generations of all the comics, right? And they're mm-hmm. in we're in the fourth generation now. It started with this the golden age and then the crisis, right? And all that. And rebirth was four. And there's going to be another fifth one that comes up. But along with all that, it's tying all of the year. Every story has happened, and there's an actual one single timeline that ties everything together somehow. And that's kind of what they're talking about here. Okay. Right, because he says, but beware, uh, yes, but beware, in opening this door, you'll bring everything to bear and give reckoning to every story, every event throughout history, the ones you know and the ones you do not. 
right? It's it's everything is going to be something. Everything that has, has happened will have happened, right? It's not just that now it's not a different timeline or different um, universe. It's all happened. You're looking but, at now, now. Yes, exactly. Everything that's happening now is happening now. But the frustrating part is, is all right then. So one last time, one last fight for everything. And the next page is an advertisement for what Snyder's coming up quite some oh. time from now. Oh, and let's talk about this. She has like a chainsaw, like she's Ash from Army of Darkness. Yep. <laughs> and she's like using the lasso of truth uh-huh. as like the pull start. And that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so Snyder, Snyder, so I looked, so I wanted to go look this up to see if there's any information on what's really coming next. And Snyder won't, hasn't said what the next story really is, except for that's basically Metal 2. Oh, but he gave a name encore. for this. You want to know what the name of it is? Metal 2? No, sorry, hit her weapon. Oh, what? It's the Chainsaw of Truth. Oh, it's fucking dope, Because <laughs> it's got the lasso <laughs> as the pull start. The pull start. Oh, it's so dope. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's against Capullo and Snyder back together. So that's awesome. For one last time. Yeah. I'm into this, though. I like it. Even though it's like a 39-issue setup for just another story. Yeah. But the whole, I mean, the whole thing was really cool the whole time. Like It, 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 was, it makes no sense, but, there, but each piece of it fits together. And it's so crazy that... Um, that, I don't know, it, it seemed to work. I like it a lot. I think it's better than most other stuff we've read. Yeah. The only problem is that now you get to Justice League 40, now you got a new story that's going to be like fill-in until they get to metal, because I don't right. think that is, I don't think they're going to, re- I'm, I'm guessing they're not going to reference this whole storyline in Justice League 40. It's going to be Venditti, too. But it's going to be like, oh, as long as it's not as bad as, who was writing before Snyder? I always forget. Justice League? No. Uh, Priest did for a little while. No, it was the one where we had high hopes. It was absolute trash. Yeah. There's like 12 issues of it. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, it was yeah. uh, the god from, oh, or from, whatever the hell, Kryptonite, or Krypton? The god from Krypton. Oh, yeah, Rao. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. It was that whole, uh, whoever that was. But, oh, again, was... I'm going to be really confused. So, yeah, I'm assuming Lex Luthor is still Apex Lex because he is in the other books. Right. And we got to wait till this, the mayhem is imminent. I don't know. Well, like I said, maybe because he has that kid inside of him still. Mm-hmm. Or is it that's like the Manhunter had nothing to do with it and it's all perpetual power that she gave him? Yeah. So. So I don't know. And he could be anything. Then why was he ever inside of him? I don't know. Why did he have to come out? Like, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of coming out inside of him. Speaking of coming, <laughs> our fourth book of the week. This was an interesting one. So, you know, DC runs on a four-week schedule, like all their releases. So if there's ever a fifth Wednesday, their releases kind of go to shit. But uh, as going through the comic list last week, we noticed a name of Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose. And we also noticed it was number 120. <laughs> so we're like, you know, it's got to be, can't be terrible. There's been 119 of these things. Nobody shut them down yet. And I'll, what was the other reason why? We, oh, because it's a titty book. That's what I was like. I think. It's <laughs> oh, wait, what was the other reason why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because we looked at the cover. I was like, I think it's a titty book. <laughs> and you said that uh, you know somebody that's like way into titty books. So you thought it would probably be fitting that we could give our audience what they want. But I don't even know if it's part of our audience. But well, it wasn't in the, uh, in, the, in the audience. I was saying uh, on Comicsology, my uh, brother was buying a bunch of uh, titty books. Yeah, titty books. 
They're pretty awesome, though. Huh? I don't know. Well, well there's I a lot thought, of <clears throat> What do you think of this one? <laughs> it was very weird. Did you look up... and Did you do any extracurricular reading and finding out who Tarot is? Yeah. Is she in this book? Because I don't think... No, she she's not. <laughs> all right. She's not in this book at all. And then... Because it's a self-contained story. Yeah, so it seems like. I mean, it ends as though it could possibly... You know, it sounds like it'll come back up later. But when I looked this up, there's a lot of different characters. And uh, there's, there was only... what Only the two of them were here. That's funny, because I didn't look this up at all. I was like, I'll, I'll leave it be. I was kind of getting into it. And not in the sense of, like, this book made me horny and want to rub one out. Which I was like... <laughs> I don't understand, because, like, there's... There's the titty aspect of it, and there's the sex aspect of it all. But then it's like, it has to deal with, like, murdering vampires and, like, zombies. Like, it's so weird. It's like half you can get off to, but the other half you can't. Mm -hmm. Unless you're, like, really weird. I don't know. Unless you get off on both. And maybe that's who the real audience is. But even then. So this reads, like, fucking... Sorry, you want me to go read to the uh, the, ter- the uh, Wikipedia entry for this first? Sure. So, Terror, Witch of the Black Rose, and it goes into... It's an American comic book written and drawn by Jim Ballant, uh with coloring and lettering by Holly Golightly, right? So the whole thing is... In the next paragraph it is the story of Tarot, a warrior witch, and her family, friends, and lovers. The comic generally features stories of fantasy action and adventure interspersed with frequent scenes of nudity. As well as the comic narrative, each issue is backed up with interviews with actual witches and Wiccan pr- practitioners and guides for casting fan-submitted spells. Wow. <laughs> we may offend somebody or be cursed by just even reviewing uh, this yeah, exactly. podcast. I'm willing to live with that, though. And there's, let's see, main characters. One, two, three. Oh, so there's three main characters, which we're sure none of the ones in this book. And the supporting characters. One, two, three, four... With a bunch of adversaries. So there's lots of characters in this book, apparently. Well, you get in this one is what you get licorice, licorice dust, or licky D. And then you get sexy kitty, which is the only, I don't think she ever says it on the, boo cat. Okay. So you get boo cat and, what would I say her name? Licorice, I think it's licorice dust. Licorice dust, licky D. Yep. And... The one thing we learn about Kitty Boo, well, she's the only voice of this whole yeah. story, is her writing in her sexy diary. <laughs> and uh, this is this is a drinking game. Every time she says "sexy time," or "sexy time," any time, or boobies, yeah, you have to take a drink too. But it is ba- like it reads to me like a Harley Quinn book. Mm-hmm. Like even Pretty the much, yeah. all the references to like pop culture, all the stupid jokes, mm-hmm. but pretty much boo cat's retarded <laughs> like she, Jeez. is there a better way to say that i think even I in reflection like she doesn't realize like it's so weird because like all the things that happen mm-hmm. where she's like the villagers chased us and they didn't make it out of the graveyard and then it's like and then there was these angry dogs and you know, Licky D had to mur- like punch them. To the- like she never like even in reflection, she was like, "Oh shit, those were werewolves," or like, "Oh shit, those mm-hmm. zombies killed all those villagers." Like, it's like every even in reflection, she's like is clueless in her writings. Mm-hmm. My favorite cluelessness came though when she mistook the the wooden stakes for dildos <laughs> that she thought she was going to get stuck, used yeah. on her because she was 
cranky because nobody had sex with her in the last three hours. <laughs> yep. You do learn that she is a uh, bisexual nymphomaniac, by the way, <laughs> which is her main issue seems to be uh-huh. in this book. But you do get a lot of boobies. Oh, yeah. And Paul you even get some gash here and there, but nothing like hardcore. No. You don't see like any labias or nothing. It's all, but not much is left to the imagination. Not much, nothing. <laughs> so they're out to kill, even through boo kitties or boo cats, like, will. I don't know if it's like, it's just her ignorance or if it's her like, will unwillingness to like realize what's going on. But uh, they're there to murder a vampire. You don't know why. Licky D never explains that. Well, it did because she doesn't like. Um... Oh, she doesn't like the fact that yeah, because she, she is a vampire. She's herself. a vampire. She's happy being a vampire, but she doesn't like the vampires, the male vampires that have all the uh, slaves. <clears throat> oh, okay, yeah. She was like, yeah, I can't picture like a. Uh... Yeah, I can't. Right. I don't like it that there's slaves. There's vampires that have slaves and shit. So I want to murder this guy. Mm-hmm. And she can't do it though. Like she gets, she tries. And it goes awry. He gets the better of them. And then he like knocks them out, strips them down, and puts them in coffins. Like, and well, then no, she no because they're oh, Mike, uh, you bo- you were way into this one. I actually read the whole thing. Yeah, so the whole thing I was Bukat. There's like walls of text on this one. Yeah, no, I read I read the whole thing. So Bukat is naked the whole time, but she's a werecat at night. And so when she at the end of the book, when she's human and naked, it's because it's daytime. I thought she was just <laughs> dressed up. I, I did too the whole time because she said she was naked. I'm like, this is confusing. And you read it at the end and here it says, it, I don't know, it says, I don't know how long that my cat nap lasted, but the sun was up. I know because when I woke up, I had changed into my human form. Hmm. This is getting hotter by the minute then. All right, you know. <laughs> so you got to read the actual words. Oh, and that was the other thing. Okay, yes. Well, I did read most of it. I ain't even going to lie to you. I read like maybe the first, how many pages, like the 10, but then it just turned into walls of text. And I was like, well, the text is just explaining what's happening in the pictures. Mm-hmm. That's what it usually does, right? And then where I tuned out, though, was I thought she was going to fuck the vampire for sure. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I was hella depressed. I was like, I'm not happy with this at all. <laughs> but did you see what ended up happening? Did well, you didn't read it? E- that she gets eaten out. Well, yeah, of course. But, but no, so the whole thing was she, uh, just because was, the guy's face looked gross or whatever. Yeah, no, no, Licky was li- licorice, whatever her name is, licorice, whatever. Dust, dust. She's too weak, so she asks uh, Boo Cat to go kill the vampire. Uh-huh. So she goes to go kill him, and she's about to stab him, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's too scary," and she doesn't. So she leaves. Uh-huh. But she, uh, so when licorice cat, or licorice dust, or whatever, asks her, "Hey, did you do it?" She goes, "Well, it was gross," and that's all she says. Yeah, she's so like, she assumes that. She, yeah. She, she, yeah, so Liquor's Dust assumes that the vampire is dead, and she's like, "Eh, he'll never bother us later, will he?" Dun dun. Which is why I'm saying I'm sure it's gonna come up later, and Licky's not gonna will. be happy. <clears throat> yeah, but it didn't matter because Boo Cat got her exactly. eaten out in a hot tub. So like, <laughs> she got her sexy time that she wanted. Every epi- every page that she mentions. I thought she was going to get sexy time with her. I thought, like, if this is a build-up to where, like, she gets banged by that vampire, then this story, like, this is a pretty decent titty book. Like, it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it didn't, though. You got, there was a very, it was, like, just a bunch of build-up to, like, nothing. Yeah. And even, like, if it was just for the nudity, it was, like, on every single page. So it wasn't like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. 
Like I said, it wasn't even like hardcore nudity. It was just like mm-hmm. like Barbie doll nudity at the most. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, like, exactly. it's not even like it's not even like explicit. So I don't know who the audience for this book was, but I don't know. But there's 120 issues of it. I know. Well, so there's yeah. someone. Are you going to come back for issue 121? <laughs> I don't think so. Unless you want to review it for the for the podcast. No, but maybe your brother will be like, "Oh shit, new titty book." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe we turn he's like I haven't read this well no if he's in the titty books like tarot has to be up there on like the top list right uh, no if it's been around this long uh, no I'm not is sure he's he into like the hentai yet. or is he into like the Did... American style the western style as they call it I don't know whatever is available on comicsology I guess that you happen to run into can we get him on the podcast to do an interview about his <laughs> love of titty books <laughs> <laughs> I could ask. Maybe I could ask him see if he wants to. Like Dieter has a lot of questions about the titty books you're into. <laughs> Not so much about the books themselves, but more about why you're into them and what what about them does it for you. Exactly. Here, there's Flesh and Blood. There's Panther. There's Helsing. There's Kira. Let's see. Helsing's a titty book. There is one called. Let's see. I'm looking at it right now. That's on the wish list here. The darkness and the light. Oh, this is his wish list? This is like... Well, this is the smartest wish list. And then, uh... I gotta go through my books. It's been a while since I've seen one pop up on here. Sydney Hammer. Sensational G-Girl. Spying with Lana. Red Velvet. That sounds hot. Tales from the Creep. Yeah. Tales from the... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Uh, well... Very interesting. Well, that at least we got four books out this week. Yep. Even if one was titty book, but it was pretty dope in the realm of comics. We're all adults here, right? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Probably should have put a warning beforehand when we started talking about tarot. There's only two of us here. That's true. The other other three people can deal. They're like, (laughs) oh shit, they read tarot? Oh man, mom's gonna kill mom. (laughs) Can I buy tarot? (laughs) The, The witch of the black rose. Mm -hmm. mom's like yeah sure sounds great (laughs) how much is it (laughs) sounds great tarot tarot card reading it's all about uh it's all about her my mom my mother's profession she she's a tarot card reader well maybe the kid well maybe the kid's like you know maybe he's like 12 tarot doesn't even say tarot mom can i buy the tarot witch of the black rose okay sounds satanic but (laughs) Sounds satanic, but sure, why not? There's no titties in it, is there? No, Mom. Jesus Christ. Who do you think I am, Mom? Because I listened to the last episode of Four Color Ultrasound, and they were talking about a titty book sounds a lot like the one you're trying to buy. <laughs> She's a fan of, like, <laughs> <All right. laughs> the the podcast, but not, like, enough to know that Tarot is a titty book. She's still confused slightly. She's such a bright, is she? No, that kid's mom's dumb. Kid's mom is an idiot. <laughs> uh, the only thing that would make us smarter is if we had like some news. Is that long enough? The song over yet? Because I can't hear it. All right. Well, the only news I got here. Uh, 
Because you know there's you're an, all, an invincible You're cartoon. all a bunch of stupid pigs. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, end it. What is it? I don't even know how the fucking outro goes. I don't know. Anyway, do you know there's going to be an invincible cartoon series? Oh, from the... From the Robert Kirkman's superhero book? No, I did not know about that. Did you read much of that? No, I didn't read any of it. Oh, all right, you suck then. So you don't really don't care. No, Stephen Yen, Stephen Yoon, is going to be playing. Uh, what's his name? Mark, in that. Well, the uh, Glenn from uh, Walking Dead TV show. Oh yeah, is it? Is this on a like uh, TV or something? It's going to be Amazon Prime. So. Oh, so I can miss it just as much as I missed that other one. I said I'd watch it. I was on that channel. <laughs> all right, well then you'll miss it, I guess. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I'm excited because I, I really liked the the book. I read the, I read the whole thing. It was really all freaking right. good. Okay. As like, long as you're excited. What's up? As long as you're excited. Yeah. Well, the whole whole book was good. I mean, it was Kirkman doing a superhero book, and every trope from superhero stories were, was in it, even down to the whole uh, reboot. They did like a three or four story arc where his whole universe gets rebooted. So it was kind of cool. I remember you telling me all about it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to talk about it again then. Okay. Well, that's not so what we're here for. We're not here to talk about stuff we enjoy. So move on. <laughs> you sound like you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Mike, I heard uh, you already told me about that. So uh. You've already told me, so let's not anybody else enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, like every trope that was possible in... Um, in uh, comics. Com- yeah, superhero comics was in that story and done well. But And everything felt like it had consequence, too. It was... It, it was very surprising that he was able to do that and let it last. It was like 180 issues. So, it was really That's good. That's pretty good. That's good stuff. Good stuff. And then the, uh, the, only, I guess the only other piece of news I have here is Snyder, um, while he, he's, he, so as we learned in this issue, that he's doing that Metal 2. But other than that, he's basically giving up on uh, superhero comics. He's going back to his, um, was it American Vampire? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> you weren't happy about that? Well, good riddance. Good riddance. He's like the um, only book that we've read in the last m- multiple episodes that you've actually enjoyed. I know, I'm bitter. I know. I can He's tell. leaving. Well, whatever. And the horse he rode in on. T- and the horse he rode in on? That means Tinian. What? <laughs> so that means Tinian. <laughs> take him with you. Just kidding. Don't. Yeah, Don't what do you say here? Uh, he says, because folks are asking, this project with Greg will be a bit of a capstone to everything I've worked on at DC. Threads from the start through Metal and JL, bringing it all to a final conclusion. It also builds on great DC stories by others, too. Past and present. Celebrating it all. And then when asked if this would be the end of his work at DC, Snyder gave a resounding no. No. I just mean that I, will, I want to bring all the threads that we laid down over the years to a big final conclusion that serves as a kind of love letter to DCU as a whole. But I do intend to step back a bit from superheroes afterward to focus on more creator-owned, like American Vampire. If he had one chance to bring everything together that he's been writing over the last ten years, like this would be the story that he would tell if he had that chance. Exactly. He'd always always dreamt of having a bunch of storylines kind of left dangling that he could one day like tie all together to make one giant, super cohesive story. And now he's kind of living out that dream. That's what it sounds like. Well, he's made enough money at DC, and they've signed him on for longer. He can do whatever he wants. So good for well, him. That, he can't get any... Like The problem with Snyder was every story he told... like We saw him from the start of his career mm-hmm. with DC, and we made multiple jokes about 
how like every story he told was like the next story because like he could never believe he was telling his original story right like his first story was such a disbelief to him that he got to write batman he started real small but then it was like oh my god not only do i get to do it i get to keep doing it so now but then at the same time he wrote it as like he was going to end at any moment so he'd always be like well this is what i wanted to do if i ever had this chance so everything had to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. until he like had the justice league and the source wall broke and he created an entire universe and like or an entire multiverse right the dark multiverse Mm -hmm. and he can't get any bigger he'd have to go back to telling like smaller regular stories i don't think he has them in him i don't think they're he's so his focus went from what it was to like being able to do what he never thought he'd be able to i don't think he can go back to thinking up stuff that is going to be ever he'd always have he'd never not want to be better than he was before Mm -hmm. so i don't think he has it in him honestly but it is pretty amazing when you think about it like you said his stories with batman were just normal detective stories and starting off small if you watch like his career trajectory to become that huge it's pretty cool it's It's a good stopping point for a while and it's the crazy thing is like i said i don't think it was ever intended that Mm -hmm. way it just kind of seemed like like I said, every story, not only did he tell it because like he couldn't believe he was telling it, but he was like, I don't think I'm going to get to tell another one, so I might as well go for broke on this one. But mm-hmm. then it's like, wow, that did so well. Do another one. He's like, well, I already kind of like shot my wad. Like, Where can we go from here? I know. I can make it bigger. The Court of Owls? Yeah, they were behind it the whole time. What? The, no, it was Perpetua the whole time. Like, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's the joker or the batman who laughs the whole mm-hmm. time like that kind of stuff so it's like i don't know and he's I like i can he... destroy the entire universe and create like all these ridiculous characters as possible and he's, yeah. yeah it just seems like he was surprised that dc would let him do it but so, he did it well he did it yeah. well enough to where they did so <laughs> oh it was, yeah, it was really good i really enjoyed the whole thing and it'll be a shame to stop seeing any more snyder um dc comics but uh it's probably a good thing for him to slow down for a while and then a couple of years you know he'll be back writing something yeah, maybe he'll move like, away from Batman and do Superman or even Wonder Woman or something well he tried Superman he failed horribly yeah but I think he, that felt like it was just stuffed in there it was almost as though DC said hey I want you to write a Superman story right it didn't seem hey, like his heart was in it hey kid you're doing so well yeah. on that stupid Batman book why don't you give a shot at Superman yeah exactly and Snyder's like well if I had one chance to tell a Superman <laughs> remember and that was like another grandiose thing because remember like the first page was actually like six pages mm-hmm. and it was like un- you had to unfold it to see like the giant superman yeah and superman unchained it was pretty yeah. insane it was pretty yeah i don't know it wasn't that great but yeah so i know you don't have a game with no name so we don't have enough to bring that no, that's true well we bring it up because uh I'm trying to get votes right anybody get out there and vote well i if it comes from your household does it count no no all right <laughs> I mean, yes, it should. She's a bigger fan than probably anybody else. <laughs> well, I got I got one from her, and then uh, I'm like, wait a minute, Dieter hacking. I want Mike to do this. Uh, you think? No, I didn't. I said, let me see your phone. Here, here you go. So much so that because uh, she brought something up. Oh, I had forgotten that she hadn't listened to two episodes. Uh-huh. So the whole thing about voting wasn't even. She wasn't aware of it, but she had mentioned something about the social media. I was like, you're not even active on the, you're not even an active uh, fan on social media. Uh-huh. And she was like, what do you, t-? she tried to like throw down her cred. <laughs> what do you mean? 
And like, I didn't want to say it. I was like, you got to figure it out for yourself. You're supposed to, cause I wanted to be like, you're supposed yeah. to be out there voting for shit to go down. Uh-huh. But then like when she did listen to it, like she actually took initiative to go out there, I think, and vote for it. Cause she didn't tell me she did. She only told me that she tried to friend her and she blocked you. I know. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, okay. She's like, I don't want any friends. <laughs> oh, man. Take At first that. I started because I see the picture. I'm like, it doesn't look like her. But it uh, obviously is. But it's Instagram, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows who it is. Yeah, nobody wants to look like what they actually look like. So. But but anyway, so I, I, I'm thinking it'll, uh, it's going to have to come back. So, got the votes. So we'll have to do something. We'll have to do something at some point. That seems to be the only thing anybody gives a shit about. So there right. you go. I know we've asked people to like ask us, like, please just ask one question about a book that we can answer. <laughs> and they're like, nobody's done that. But they were like, oh, and that's the other thing. Nobody, like, I'm, you said, so on the show, it was like, if you just three votes and you'll bring back this game with no name. Yep. On the details for the show which I know nobody re- reads because I always put those jokes in there uh-huh. for the last two weeks I said three votes and you'll kill yourself on air <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I didn't see I that said my, I said with three votes Michael commit suicide <laughs> on air or bring back the game with no name either way it'll be exciting <laughs> and nobody was like oh let's reach out one to see if you're alright or two <laughs> to have you actually kill yourself <laughs> See, working. maybe they were about to vote, but they were so worried they didn't know what's going to happen. Well, then reach out and ask if Mike is all right. Shit, I heard Mike's going to murk himself on the next episode <laughs> if he gets enough. He's just waiting for votes. <laughs> so if anybody's listening and wants to on Twitter at Four Color Us with the number four, or on Instagram, which seems to be the most popular, we've got lots of uh, fans there. Uh, four Color Ultrasound dot <laughs> com, where you write out the word four, and uh, or again send an email if that's what you're into. Four color ultrasound at gmail.com. It can be real private with the number four this time, though. Yeah, you can send like viruses and stuff too because it's like Mike's laptop's hella shitty. Exactly. <laughs> You'll do whatever the hell you want. You can hack into my uh, account and steal my five bucks I got. He wouldn't even be able to like stop the virus in time with his old ass like Windows 95 well, antivirus. That, well, that's what's so great about it is the computer's so old that the virus won't even know what to do with the computer. <laughs> it's too old to run on your computer. It's like. <laughs> It's like, what is malware? It's going to backfire and and, and fuck up the malware. You keep getting like, it's like you do not have enough RAM to run this malware. And you're like, oh shit, all right, just delete that. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. That's Um, crazy. But yeah, I did get some advice and say, hey, maybe you should just do it like once a month or once every couple of episodes. Who gave you that advice? Me, Carter89, or one fan that interacts. Why is he... Why is he telling you to do less than... No, he should be like, you should do two an episode. <laughs> Don't tell why him is, that. <laughs> why is this guy cutting you slack? <laughs> Don't tell him that. Oh, my God. Uh, should like, but yeah, wait, now we should... you're supposed to be put, put, get, coming up with some uh, some uh, top ten lists and stuff like that. Whatever, whatever happened to those? Nobody ever reached out to me. No, there you go. How are they going to reach out to you? At Dieter. No, <laughs> my personal email. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to figure out. I mean, uh, exactly. I, I already said half of it. So, <laughs> I said half of it. I better change that. But uh, you have difficulty. Yeah, changing your email address is that like as much as a pain of like say changing your address or like your last name now? Well, I, I I just don't see the point of it. 
I've been told, hey, why do you have this email address still? I'm like, why not? It works the same. It's a freaking app, the same app that I would use for any other email address. I want you to know I'm from New York. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else I got going for me in this world that'll make you know I'm from there until you hear my email address out loud. Okay? Anyway, okay, sometimes I talk about it, it's like, hey, it's from Manhattan. <laughs> it looks like Manhattan, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to remind you where I'm from. Now you don't. If it's not with my ridiculous accent, <laughs> it's going to be with some comment I make about being from there. <laughs> now, who wants a sandwich? <laughs> who wants a sandwich? Some prosciutto. Like, some prosciutto. Some gabagool. Some gabagool. Some, 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 <laughs> some hot hey, gabagool. Hey. Oh, man, I miss some hot gabagool. Over here. This guy. well if you enjoy our nonsense (laughs) and you don't want to reach out you just want to keep on listening and quiet we know you're out there Germany we know (laughs) (laughs) yes we do (laughs) we know you're listening someone from Germany listening every once in a while it's the Dieter name they're just like ooh maybe he'll make a reference (laughs) to me I don't know if that's how Germans talk (laughs) reference Uh, ah, okay so anyway when if was the last time this. someone that account actually downloaded? I don't know. It's I haven't been, been paying attention. What? I haven't even looked at the stats. It's like I don't know the last time I even looked at the stats. The past thirty days, there was one. Ah, so hot. One from Great Britain. Is it a bot? No, there was no bots. There's only seven bots. None of them could be that possibly in the post. That's awesome that I think it's more bots listen to the podcast than real people. <laughs> so we're like entertaining uh, like AI if you think about it. Well, the past 13 days, 18 uh, podcasts. So maybe seven when, bots. The, what? when the singularity takes place, right? And when they're like enslaving the human race <laughs> and they get to us, they'll be like, wait, nobody has entertained <laughs> us for more hours than the hosts of Four Color Ultrasound. <laughs> Because we <laughs> let let them be our official jesters, that we can like we won't have to like toil in the you know the battery mines or whatever the hell we, everybody else has to do. We'll be like you know yucking it up about comic books. But please speak about more books and like they'll create you know they'll since they've already listened to all the podcasts, they'll create like the perfect book for us to like talk about every week. And so, like, for maximum entertainment value. And then we'll just have to go over that book. I think that's pretty sweet. So, yeah, bring on the bots. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, all you bots, if you want to come on back uh, next week, we'll be here doing the same bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> until then, goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter. Boom, 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 boom,